Welcome to Short Stories, a new Brisbane Writers Group podcast and community radio series produced in Brisbane, Australia, showcasing a selection of short stories written and read as an audiobook by a group of talented writers from this city. In this episode, we feature the literary work of Jeff Covey, a newcomer to humorous creative writing. Hi, my name is Jeff Covey. I'm an almost retired chemical engineer born in England, and I've been living in Australia since 1974. I've written over 150 published technical papers and numerous general interest articles for newsletters. I started creative writing five years ago and now write on a regular basis across several different genres. My main focus is on writing humorous short stories. My first story is Just Follow the Instructions. Good morning, sir. Good morning, and what can I do for you? I'm your new assistant, sir. Brown. Michael Brown. Ah, welcome, Michael. Or do you prefer Mick or Mike or something? Michael, if that's all right with you, sir. Very good. Now, let's just clear one thing up. You will call me Dave. Yes, I mean, yes, Dave. This earned a smile. So, remind me what you've been working on before. Uh, Mainly children's toys. Just occasionally garden products. Good, both excellent training areas. A good start. Although you'll soon see that there are a lot more subtleties in writing assembly instructions. In fact, let's get straight into it and look at something I've just finished. You can compare my version with that of your predecessor, John. Keen man, didn't really have what it takes for this type of work. We had to transfer him to baby clothes. Dave set out two different versions of the same assembly instructions side by side. The one on the left is wrong. The one on the right is mine. But one thing should strike you as suspect about mine straight away. What is it? Michael lipped his lips and looked at the pages carefully. He thought he could see an error, but surely Dave Noakes, a legend among instruction writers, would not have done something so basically wrong. Well, I mean, well, Dave... The diagram at the bottom of six is much too large. I mean, the one in the version you rejected is small enough to cause eye strain, and printed on cheap paper, it should blur enough to make it almost impossible to work out the fine details. Yours is very clear. Not sure that doesn't breach the writer's code of ethics. Dave smiled and clapped him on the shoulder. Well spotted, but you have a lot to learn about the subtleties of the art. Read through the wording of item six. How does it strike you? Well, it's very clear. I think I'm missing something. Indeed. How would the reader feel after completing that stage? Well, confident. Willing to trust the instruction writer? Oh, yes. Now read step seven out loud to me. Um, apply a generous layer of the rapid set extra high strength adhesive to the lower body shell flange. Mate the upper body shell flange with it and hold for three seconds so the adhesive sets. Nice and clear? Uh, yes, clear, but no scope for getting it wrong? Well, no, but notice that it's the bottom of page seven, the right-hand page. Yes. Michael's face took a look of complete incomprehension. So turn the page and read the first sentence to me. The page was turned. Michael looked puzzled, but a smile of understanding and admiration spread across his face as he read. 
Ensure the driving assembly is positioned inside the shell before the halves of the shell are joined. That's brilliant, Dave. Four out of five people will be guaranteed to ruin the gadget by missing that out until it's too late. Yes, John got it completely wrong. Not only did he get all the text into one block, but even if he had had the page break where I did, half the readers would have noticed the extra step at the top of the right page and avoided the trap. So how did you shift it all to one page? A look of horror crossed Michael's face. Surely you didn't insert a blank page between sections. Wash your mouth out, Dave chuckled. Of course not. You know the section at the front that nobody reads? What? Important safety matters read before continuing? Yes. Well, I put in an extra section about special precautions when using at extreme low temperatures. Of course, there'd be no reason for anyone to use this in even mildly cold weather. That worked everything in nicely. I'm beginning to see why so many people sing your praises. It will be an honour to work with you, Dave. Dave came as close as he ever did to blushing. Oh, it's nothing, really. You'll do at least as well with time, if you focus properly. They both gazed at the manual with reverence for a few seconds. Dave decided it was time to continue the training. Now, this is one which requires a bit more thought. He led Michael over to an appliance sitting on the bench with a brochure lying open beside it. With this one, the assembly was so straightforward that even an experienced instruction writer couldn't get a snag into it. Three other writers had tried and failed before it was sent to me. See the labelled diagram of features? All very clear, isn't it? Yes. Even shrinking it in size and blurring the printing wouldn't have helped much. Spot on. Read instruction four on the facing page. Let me see. Ah, here it is. Be sure to remove the transit pin, part seven on diagram, before proceeding. Seems pretty clear. Yes. Now find part seven on the diagram. Michael studied the page carefully and eventually said, I'm pretty sure page seven isn't labelled. That's right, agreed Dave with a smirk. I got one of our illustrators to remove the label from the client's drawing. Neat, eh? He noticed a trace of disapproval on his new assistant's face. Ah, you think it's cheating? Well, go to page 53, in between the instructions in Czech and the ones in Icelandic. What do you see? There's six small drawings, not titled. Oh, one of them has part seven shown. I was rather pleased with that one. It's not cheating. I mean, I didn't say which diagram, did I? If I'd said parts seven on the diagram on the facing page, that would be cheating. No, no, Dave, I confess I have my doubts, but I really must take my hat off to you on that one. But please don't write instructions for me on how to take it off or I might be stuck on my head forever. They both laughed at this joke. Would you like me to show you a couple more before we sit down to work? If you're sure you don't mind and you can spare the time, Dave. No problems. Showing you the standards I expect now will save time in the long run. Rather than showing you more examples of the same approach, let me introduce you to a wider range of techniques. He led Michael across to what was obviously a brag board. With most of these, I have posted the hopeless instruction drafted by the client above and the corrected form below. This one's a classic. The original said, 
Insert tab A into slot B. Hopeless. I managed to simplify it well, don't you think? Locate the rhombohedral protrusion on the anterior edge of the major subassembly. Align this protrusion with the quasi-rectangular depression on the posterior mating edge of the minor subassembly. Apply just sufficient pressure to ensure co-location of said protrusion and depression while ensuring sufficient proximity of joined components. That's very good, complimented Michael. That would make anyone who didn't know better give up. Thank you, Michael. I'll pass over the next couple as they're just standard stuff. You know, hinting at applying pressure in such a way that will make them break a key component. Holding the pieces in such a way as the bolt won't quite go through all the holes. Telling people to hold so many pieces in place at once that they need at least five hands. He chuckled at memories of disasters he had helped purchasers to create for themselves. Just one more to look at for now. Rather fundamental, really, but I'm quite pleased with it. Read the original first, written by a manufacturer in East Asia. Michael studied the text. Insert bolt B through holes C and D and be sure to securely tighten nut E. Oh yes, they split an infinitive, didn't they? Oh, I suppose so, I'd never noticed. But that's not how Asians write in English. Not sure what you mean. I've met a lot of Asian technical and business people. Most of them write and speak very good English. Ah, yes, yes, yes. But you're missing the point. People who buy goods manufactured in Asia expect the instructions to be mangled English. That's why the manufacturers get us to write the instructions for them. People back in their home countries write too clearly these days. Dave frowned. Had he been wrong? Was Michael not going to make a good instruction manual writer? Take a look how I corrected it. Michael looked at the brag board and read, Please be putting B bolter into piercing called C on diagram, which you can also see, also through other piercing that D. For to fasten, use piece E, which is nut, and be making secure or tight. Ah, now I understand, Dave. That is impressive. I can't wait to try my hand at one of those. All in good time, Michael, all in good time. A few simpler things first. Dave smiled. Faith in the deviousness of his new assistant was restored. Dave looked at his watch. Time for morning tea. I've got a little job to do before I join you. Let me give you some directions on how to find the tea room. Uh, thank you, Dave, but having seen your skills at work, I think I'll find my own way. OK, shouldn't be long. I just can't seem to make sense of the assembly instructions of this new computer stand I've just bought. Who writes these things? You have been listening to a selection of short stories written and read by Jeff Covey. I hope you enjoyed listening to this new podcast called Short Stories from a group of talented Brisbane writers. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a story or the next episode. Search for more short stories on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. For more information on our writers, head to our website, brisbanewritersgrouppodcast.com.au and click on the writers contact page. Short Stories from the Brisbane Writers Group Podcast is a Brisbane Podcasting Centre production supported by Brisbane City Council, the Queensland Government and the Community Radio Network. Thanks for listening.